Uh, I was not recording for the podcast, which is going to be the exact same thing. So everyone, welcome to the podcast. Uh, we are doing our YouTube live right now at the moment, our first one. So um, you can also go on YouTube for that. And yeah, so we're going to open it up with a Euro preview, groups A, B, and C. Yep. Uh, we'll break down the Champions League final. Mm-hmm. Uh, this first time we're going live since uh, that game. And in the middle, we're going to do some transfer talks, right? Yeah, tis the season. It's always the season. but It, it is. It is I, yeah, it, it, <laughs> There's always rumors right. going around, but yes, yeah, now right. the season's officially open. And mm-hmm. Disgruntled players can leave, disgruntled managers can leave, and uh, even it's owners. A, it's a lot of managerial talk today. It's a managerial. Like, that's, that's it's a merry-go-round the, right now. It's more talk about the managers than the players, which is uh, quite rare, but... Um, you know, it makes for good talk, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mike, let's, as you said, kick, let's uh, kick it off with the Champions League final, uh, Chelsea City. Chelsea taking 1-0. We did actually, we did went live for the first time for Before us the match. at all, uh, <laughs> which was on Instagram. Um, and, you know, we were quite taken aback by the fact that, you know, Pep kind of got into his head again, and this time he didn't start a CDM. You know, we're fine with the false nine. <laughs> it was working for them. And, but he had to do something. Yeah, we were talking about it. Just like, at this time, I don't think he'll pull a fast one on us because he's played the same 11 since, like, the round of 16 um, and only played that 11 for uh, the Champions League. And yet again, he surprised the world because he just has to. He has to, He has to. like, I think it's just, it's obsession for him to, like, have one team prepare one way and then surprise them an hour before. But they can still adjust within the hour that the lineups are made. Of course. Made, right? uh, and that seemed to both of us at the time, and, and many other people, like, it's not like we're, like, we were thinking on the pulse, like, oh, what the fuck, what's he doing? <laughs> and so many people were taken aback by this. And then especially when it didn't pan out, uh, this was obviously the focus. Um, <laughs> now, is it also Pep trying to make his own stamp on the match. Like, take more credit for the win than the players. Uh, I don't think so, because even if they won, it would be the players. It would be the team, yeah. Pep would have have his lion's share of the spoils. I've heard heard rumors that, like, he does this so that if they lose, all the blame's on him and never on the players. That's ridiculous. And I'm just like, come on, come on. That's so bad. They had, what, they played, that was their 61st or 62nd game, and only one other time this season they didn't start a CDM and they lost. (laughs) <laughs> I couldn't think of one where they didn't start a CDM. They uh, one of their losses they didn't start early a season. Yeah, so that'd be like early like when, when they got smashed against Leicester. But I thought I would have thought every. But I I saw the statistics and like only one other time he didn't and they lost. Mm-hmm. Make that two for two. Yeah, yeah, um, very foolish. And you know the first half actually was quite enjoyable. Um, especially we felt a cagey game was coming, but the first half was was, there was decent. Better for that. chances than we for thought. For sure, absolutely. And I think from a neutral perspective, obviously myself slightly cheering for Chelsea, and I am glad that Chelsea won over City, being a United fan. But um, from a neutral perspective, especially with you know just how organized Tuchel's been with that Chelsea squad since he got there, um, the the team to score first was the wrong team from a neutral neutral perspective. If you um, wanted to, if you wanted a match, more of a match in the second half, I think it was the right team that scored first. Man, I, the same thing is like I think you know had Pep actually walked out a team that walked at the team with the CDM, um, it would have been still quite evenly balanced. Chelsea coming off two back to back wins against them in, within like the last month essentially, um, and and Tuchel being no slouch tactically to deal with um, you know some kind of little scientist in Pep Guardiola. So I I, I do think they're 
had Chelsea gone down, I think I said it pre-games, like, if Chelsea goes down, it still feels like they can force extra time. And and then we saw in the second half, Chelsea with the lead, sound as ever defensively, and the physicality just wasn't there in the midfield, obviously dropping the CDM, and they were, City were able to do absolutely nothing. Yeah, because the they took what Gondawan, who was, probably, who was, is their high-scoring midfielder this year, and they put him into a role that he hasn't played all year, which yeah. is the CDM. So you're taking away his strength mm. and making it not even not making a weakness. He is good defensively, but uh, it's yeah. our producer Dan Moore. Producer Dan, making sure the sound's right. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Dan. We yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, and um, thanks for the beats in the background too. Class. But still, uh, what was I saying? Yeah, taking a, a way of strength because he was all he made all his assists and goals and he scored I think like seven games in a row mm. or close to that yeah, yeah. and by making a deep line like delayed runs that catch midfielders and defenders off guard he can no longer make those runs and now you have what did they have KDB or Foden up top I think it was because it's more Foden it was Foden yeah, right and KDB Foden. beside yeah it, it was basically you know two wrongs don't make a right you know you, you take away Gundogan's strengths and then you take away actual physical strength in the midfield to you know Actually, just you know, regain the ball and and show a little, a little toughness there in in a in the most key aspect of the whole game, which is the midfield. I. Was, that's obviously the focus of the match. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, and that and the goal. It was a good goal by Chelsea. Great goal. Does that composed get, finish, but a gaping hole in the middle. Does for that City does, does that also get broken up with the CDM? Uh, it was that also potentially not a perfect example of you know having a CDM uh, one one shield. It's not like you're playing a pivot. It was one. It was a. It was a switch ball, a layoff to Mount, and Mount one through ball through to Havertz, who had a gaping hole between Diaz and Zinchenko, I believe. Um, good finisher on Ederson. Ederson always, you know, he's quick to come out of his line. He's already mm-hmm. off his line, and mm-hmm. you know, outside you the box, he had to go feet first. Sorry, um, but you know, he did get a touch. It would have been a handball. It yes. was a hand. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, I don't know. Var would have come back. Finals, you never know with far, um, but great finish by Havertz, and they didn't really. After that, Chelsea just stuck to their model what they've done all year: defense first, clean sheet, clean sheet, clean sheet. Tuchel came in, shored up the defense, and said, "You know what? Attacking wise, individually, we'll create enough chances to score, which they have, and they held on. They probably had the, sec- the best I think the better team won. Absolutely, better team won. Absolutely. I think oh yeah, they should have scored. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know what? I don't want to say Pulisic necessarily should have scored there because I think Ederson did a great job of uh, cutting off the angle. Yes, because uh, either either Pulisic had to go over Ederson, and there just wasn't enough space really to get that height, and or then otherwise it'd go around, around, and it was going away. Um, so actually, really well played by Ederson on that play. Um, but again, Chelsea willing to hit on the break with the lead, sit back, and. You just kind of felt like even even with De Bruyne before De Bruyne gets injured, there wasn't much there coming. Wasn't, it, didn't, yeah. it didn't. I didn't feel like when De Bruyne got hurt. It wasn't a city I was like watching. It's just like they just don't have it today. No, I think that's what it was. No, it's like, but again, it's like you know you take up the CDM and you bring in Sterling as well, who he's basically been benching key matches for two or three months now. All that matters is I don't have to admit Pep is better than Mourinho. Honestly, Mourinho like, would not have lost that game with that team. I will guarantee yeah. if Mourinho had City. They win that game a hundred percent. Not to say that they would get there with him, but <laughs> but I, I can I can see where you're coming from, and I really do flip flop in between. I think see Guardiola plays much more attractive football, football yes. um, and, and and he has been very successful, but he's always had the backing. And I do flip flop between you know who's better, who's not, and you know the fact that Pep does this to himself consistently, 
it does like now I'm like I'm kind of like reeling back towards Mourinho just overall despite how ineffective I would say been for the last five or six years you know what Mourinho's done over the span of a career with limited funds in a lot of cases um it's just a personal approach for me uh, I, if I, I, 10 out of 10 people could, would probably say Pep but for me it's it's just he's always had good teams he's, his best first team was the golden era Barcelona you know, then he goes to Bayern, gets backing there, comes to the City, gets even more backing than he can even imagine. Still can't get it done. Still hasn't won the biggest trophy without Messi, and that's important to me. To me. Just to me only. Not not in general, but to me only. Uh, but otherwise, uh, you know what? For a one nothing game, it was. I thought it was exciting. It, I guess second half was less exciting because he knew Chelsea was just going to hold on. But they did have majority of the chances, which yeah. I do believe... Should uh, get some credit. So, uh, well done to Chelsea, champions of Europe. Who would have thought this in January? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shocking, shocking. But you know what? That's That comes from the board as well, and just being ruthless. And it has been. Twice, the two times they won Champions League has been on an interim, interim manager. Yeah. Like, who, like, no one's going to say that. I don't think ever. Uh, Joey Shero, welcome to the chat. Sorry, I, you see, you agree with me. We're just getting kind of useless, so I guess we just didn't really see that. So I'm not sure what you agreed with me about, um, <laughs> but, but thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, you're, you're wise for it. Um, okay, so let's uh, let's get on to um, some, transfer. some transfer talk and managerial talk before we get into our Europa League preview. Uh, and we're gonna start with Inter, uh, Inter folks on Inter and Antonio Conte to start. Um, he's walking away from Inter Milan after breaking Juve's nine-year run um, of the Scudetto. And it's basically because, you know, much like Chelsea, he's just not going to get the funding there. He did such a great job with them over the last couple of years. And it turns out that, you know, Inter especially is in the shit when it comes to uh, finances based on COVID. They're looking to potentially sell 100 million euros or pounds, I can't remember which, of, of players. And, and 20%, cutting, cutting... 20% of wages, right? Cutting player wages by 20%. So Conte said, you know what, I'm just going to leave that on top. And we're, and we're not going to make this, like, really ugly like it kind of did at Chelsea. Yeah. You know? Um... And, you know, good on him. And it, it was amicable enough, I would say. Um, Inzaghi. Uh, Simeone Inzaghi coming in from Lazio. And I don't, mind the, I don't mind the hiring. And I don't mind the jump for him either. So, Mike, we were talking earlier. And you're like, why is he going to make this move if, you know, Inter... Doesn't have any backing. But you know what? They, <laughs> he literally but, has to take a team that's won, uh, you know, and just say, I have to get rid of players and I can't buy anyone. And I think it'll be enough to, to get the job. Because I, I realistically, I don't think he would take that job if he doesn't envision him having a chance to win the league. And can uh, yeah, he and win the league without any signings? Well, and see, only cutting? Uh, I don't it, it's so. a bit of a Wild West, I think, Syria next season. I think Atalanta might have a decent shot next year if they can keep Probably their the players. Probably the best chance. Um, I, I, don't, I don't mind them as a slight... Slight dark horse uh, bet, but I don't think that's a dark. I don't think they're a dark horse. Anymore. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I, I think would, I think we got decent odds though. I, I bet you, you would. You'd probably get me like five to one. I would say Napoli's a dark horse. Uh, yeah, Atalanta. fair enough. But back to Inzaghi taking this job, Mike. Uh, I I don't mind it for him. You know, he's he's done a very good job at Lazio in in the last couple of seasons. And when we're talking about backing, you know, there's only so much he can do with Lazio. He even though he probably recognizes that Inter's a little stunted at least for another year or two in terms of what they can bring in. There is a team there. There is a core there, and he's like, you know, let me see what I can do. Yeah. Um. So I, I, I don't hate it. Uh, Lukaku's even said that he's going to be uh, hanging around. around. So that's a that's a huge boost. That's someone if they do have to get rid of a hundred million worth of assets that's not leaving. 
Um, you could probably that could be one shot, though. One it shot. could be one player with Lukaku. That's a thing. Important, though. Important. He was the MVP this year, wasn't yes, he? Yes, yes. And, and uh, deservedly so. Yes. And, uh, yeah, because the rumored was he was going to go to Chelsea, go back to Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And... I didn't want to see that, actually. You know, I, <laughs> I, I've, you know Lukaku has uh, done a phenomenal job. I was happy to see him leave United. I just don't really think he necessarily suited what we were doing. Um, but he's done a great job there. He's been excellent for Belgium, and I would hate for him to come back to, to the Premier the, the League. Prem. And actually start like, getting it done in big matches, which was always his, fault. his problem. Yeah. No, 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 it's not his fault. Partially, honestly, partially. But his, yeah. his undoing of how he got sold mm-hmm. and why he got sold. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, the Serie A to me next season is going to be very... It was, it was interesting this year uh, going in, but I think this next season even more so. Uh, I think, you know, you're even mentioning Napoli. Um, who's coming in for them? Spalletti. See, I don't like it. Yeah. That, that's, that's where I think the mistake is. I think there's talent on that team. Uh, and I think Spalletti was a terrible hire. Yeah, they, they well, I Honestly, they, they said they're going to really do so. They should have kept it so. I think if he'd made Champions League, they would have recanted that and said, if you want to stay, stay. Mm-hmm. But definitely that last game when they blew it. Um, yeah, he went. He signed for Fiorentina like a day later. Yeah. <laughs> so I, it was probably already set in stone until they waited till. The uh, maybe one last FU, I'll tie the game. Yeah. I'm I'm pulling I'm pulling for him. I, I have to say, uh, Gattuso that is Spalletti. I think is a mistake. And I think you're going backwards with that signing. I do, I do, I do. Um, for a UV fan, I don't care. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah kudos, <laughs> man. Um, if if we're right, uh, okay. Now sticking more uh, with more managers yet again. Um, we've got Carlo Ancelotti. Second stint. Most likely, it's not confirmed yet, but it looks. Oh, I thought I, it, I thought it was confirmed. I don't. I don't think it's. Com- I don't think it's exactly confirmed. For- oh, oh, wow! Thank you. Thanks, Bob. Oh, Cheers. Wow. Thank you. It sounds great, man. I love it. <laughs> Best producer ever. Okay, <laughs> right on. To Daniel Mower. Mine's a little warm. Damn it. You got though. Um, there could be rumors. Uh, I I did see like on Instagram or like Ronaldo came out and congratulated him. Oh, okay. Uh, so, you know, the rumor mill will always grab that because they're one of the three clubs that can afford him probably. Just mm-hmm. Real, Man U, and PSG that are interested. But do you think Hamas comes back to Real? Uh, no, it's, it's already can. Ooh, I, no, I think Ancelotti's set. So, you know, it is pretty much a job. <laughs> he's followed, he's much followed Ancelotti everywhere. I, I think, I, but I think Ancelotti says he has no. I, like he, he he doesn't plan on bringing him back, and also Hamas has also got cut from the. Um, no, he's Colum- injured, the, unfit the to play. Squad. They cut oh, him because really? he was unfit to play. Because he said he was shocked. So he, like, he said he wasn't really... fit enough because he hasn't played enough recently, fair, right? Yeah, fair he's enough. been out with the ankle. Some wild rumors about Hamas oh, that we're not going to okay. get into. No, that we're not going to get into. Max, but if you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that's all. I'm just going to leave it at that. That's I'm just leaving it at that. Okay. I don't mind it. I. For Ancelotti, uh, I think it's actually you know Rails needs to do a little little restructuring right now, and I think it's someone, a rebuilding here. Yes, and I think this this could be very temporary. This could be a two year thing tops with Ancelotti. Do you think he keeps um, Ramos? That's the main question. I, I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think. I think Ramos is done, man. I think he's already walking away. He's really? not, he Ramos said, is very Ancelotti upset. Ancelotti said he was. A, he's going to sit down and talk to Ramos. Yeah. When you hear that, you think you want. You would assume he wants to keep him. But I would like Ramos to stay. Maybe I really how would. that discussion goes depends the the fate on Ramos. Like, but it's a tricky situation. Is Ancelotti a coach that will make him stay? Maybe. I mean, they, I'm sure 
they they enjoyed their time together before. I'd like Ramos to finish his career there. I would, but he's made some valid points and really ruffled feather, feathers. Uh, Ramos, that is recently about um, how it's like everyone on the team was asked to take a pay cut, but Ramos was the one person who refused and tried to get players to rally with him to not do so. Basically, saying that's just a move to f- uh, fund Kylian Mbappe, which you know. Take it for the team. I, I think, you know, you take that for the team, really, if you want to. But then at the same time, they just put David Alba on 400 grand a week. 400 grand a week? Yes. So, where, like, where are they getting off, um, you know, they're making a big name signing, but under the guise of, you know, everyone else taking a pay cut for the team. And yes, bringing David Alba in is for the team, but... Uh, what is that, like 15 million a year? Not more? More, I think. I think oh. it's probably close to like 18 or something like that. <laughs> Oh my god, that's what he signed. Yeah, I'm talking about pounds. I, 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 I was free. I, see, I did not know that. I was scared. It's euros or pounds, but yeah, yeah. Oh my so, goodness. So I, I don't no, blame you're definitely I, euros. I don't. I don't blame. I don't blame. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm, I think so too. But I don't blame Ramos for being upset about that. Um, that said, you know he is getting on, and maybe you just take it year by year, one year contract. You know Ryan Giggs was doing that for like three or four years in the end of his career, and he was great up until he actually retired. So. Um, I would like for him to stay. Me too. Good. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know about the signing about Ancelotti. I, I still don't know if it's a good signing, bad signing. Is he, a, he doesn't seem like a manager that is willing to go through a rebuild. Even though I know he just went through like a stint with Everton. I think he's done. I think he leaves Everton not to have to do that again. So I, it didn't make sense for me. Yeah. No, I, I guess it's a bigger club. He, it he, is. He wants to a big club, but like I, I thought. Yeah, but I thought it's kind of like a, a a twilight year kind of project for him. You know what I mean? Like, let's see what I can do with Everton. They did botch. They did end up botching it, like Everton do, basically year in year out, even with Ancelotti <laughs> this season. But you know, it's like stick around for like one more year, see if you can get them into into Europe. You know, which they probably really should have this yeah, season. Yeah, they, they should have. They did botch it the um, way they started. And yeah, yeah, too bad. Um, uh, Ronald Koeman. Sticking around at uh, there goes the uh, our producer um, for uh, they playing the plane Rocket League. Rocket I knew this. League. I knew that was going to happen. Um, <laughs> so there's going to be a lot of grunting going on in the background. Okay, so just try to tune that out. Um, now, yeah, so Ronald Koeman staying. I think it's deserved. Laporta I think- com- confirmed. Well, said he will be coaching, so it most likely will happen. Yes. If the president saying he's staying. Yeah. Um, it was a bit of a up and down year it was started off down went up and then ended down again uh roller coaster for barca after going what winning 14 of 15 yeah it's in the middle the draw, of the season it's like the drop zone you know like the, like the ride the drop zone you know it's like you're going up like very slowly i don't even want to say that because they start off so they so horrible and <laughs> they, they, they were sorry so they're rising 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 and then they just plummeted very quickly at the end uh i think it would have been very harsh for to to fire kuman Especially, you know, him giving up what he had with uh, the Dutch international team, which we'll get into shortly, uh, last season, um, going into these Euros. Coming into a Barca squad that was in a lot of turmoil last yeah. summer, and still continuing to be. But he, it, it turned out to be a somewhat respectable season. It just, it fell apart at the end, and it did start off horribly. I still I still think he I deserves think a year to get some, some signings in. I think they only made the announcements because <laughs> they couldn't find a suitable replacement. So I think I think he deserves. You, I, I'm not saying you're wrong, but I do think he deserves one more year, and I think Barca can make a solid push next year. So one signing that we haven't mentioned have, yeah. it is that they are bringing. They have brought in Aguero. Um, Has he picked a number yet, or no? I I don't know about that. I'm not, I'm not too is fuss, number nine. Right? Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well Braithwaite might have to go back to Middlesbrough. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, unless he lights it up at the Euros this year. Um, Interesting sign. That was a signing just to hopefully keep Messi. 
I think Messi was staying regardless, but because mm-hmm. isn't Aguero the, the the Godfather of Messi's child, or Messi yeah, is the Godfather of Aguero? Like so they have some sort of connection like with, that. With uh, Naldum most likely coming in, Depay most likely coming in. That's Coleman. That's yeah. all Coleman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's all. Both Coleman. all three on the free. You know, yes. if you're struggling like Barcelona financially, um, this isn't a bad summer so far at all. So, and th- yeah, are those two signings confirmed or just most <coughs> no, no, likely? No, most likely. Most, most likely. likely. So eh, we'll see how that goes. But um, definitely I think Coleman was just, there's no one else better right now. Plus, we don't want to have to end your contract and find someone else, save money that way. Because they just went through what is a presidential election last year, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so any way to recoup funds. Messi was most likely going to stay. I think if there was a time for him to leave, it would be last. Because he resigned. Didn't he resign during the year? So it didn't uh, yeah. really matter. Yeah, Unless like if he month, demanded to be traded again. Like yeah. So this was just to keep Messi happy. But yeah. it's kind of going backwards because, you know, you got rid of a Suarez because you said he was too old and now you're getting Aguero. Yeah, I know he's younger and than Suarez, Suarez but yeah. and, and Suarez still proved, just showed it to you that. So it's like it's it's kind of like a, it's a sign of the. That was sense. a bit of a common thing too, right? That was that was common. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure that it, was. It doesn't doesn't make sense if you think no, about not, that pr- not particularly, not particularly. Uh, let's just wrap up quickly, just so that, you know our fingers are not our fingers are on the pulse, but just lightly, uh, we'll get into it next week. But Trent Alexander Arnold. Out for the Euros, because um, we're going to preview A, B, and C, groups A, B, and C this week, and then next Thursday we'll be doing D, E, and F. But I think that's kind of, uh, it's probably the perfect scenario for Southgate, briefly. Um, you know, like... But he named them to the squad. He did name them to the so squad, but like, they how is he really... Have they replaced them with? Uh, I, don't think, I don't think anyone's been named yet. It better be Lingard. My boy Lingard. It, it, sh- it should, I'm not, it should be someone in the mid, or even like a James Ward Prowse said... A little more creativity, a little well, deeper in the ice. midfield. They're Rice and, and Henderson, and they play. He, James Ward Prowse plays a similar role to those. But two. a little box, but not not holding. See, Declan. Well, you know what? Let's wait till next okay, week. Okay, okay. Before, <laughs> before we get carried away, uh, we'll get into them next week. Now, let's uh, start it off with our Euro preview, Group A. Um, Mike, let's start from what we would probably imagine is going top to, to be bottom. the top to bottom. I was going to say the opposite. Actually. Oh, bottom I, to top? Okay, bottom. let's go bottom to bottom top. Bottom to our speculative top. Maybe we can maybe... We're starting with A, though, right? Yes. Okay. And, uh, yeah, we'll open up with... Uh, I'm going to say Wales is going to finish bottom of this group. Are you, do you agree with me? Uh, or, or do you want to start somewhere else? No. Well, uh, Who do you think is going to finish bottom? It's probably Wales. Probably Wales. It's probably going to be Wales. Okay, I'm curious to see who your, th- who your third is. It's... Uh, Tell it, me now. Who my third? No, no. Who who are you debating that Wales would Turkey? Oh no, no. I was saying who's the second? Who's the true second seed between Turkey and Switzerland? I think that's they're dead even. I think Turkey is a good chance of winning this group. I think Turkey is a chance to win this group. Um, if I if I were to pick a winner besides Joe Shero, Messi is Aguero's kid's godfather, and Maradona is his grandfather, so no nope. pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Messi is the godfather to Aguero's kids. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, <laughs> but I think if uh, there's a group winner out of this that's not Italy, I'd pick Switzerland. Just because they, they, they're they consistent. You know, Turkey, they're either really good or really bad. They, yeah. like, they, there's no in between. I, I, I know. I know. And that, that is going to be a talking point for Turkey. Let's open for Wales. Now, no gigs. Uh, he has been removed from uh, the uh, the squad because he's got this sexual harassment lawsuit that's going going to go on to like, the end of the year, end basically. Of the year, yeah. <clears throat> uh, so wise on their part. Now you know Wales 
had a great run last year. They made the semis. That was five years ago. I don't think they've built on this squad at all no. since then. And you have now those same stars, five years older, Aaron Ramsey and Gareth Bale. Everyone else, to me, outside of those Joel two. Joe Allen. And Joe, Joe Allen, Allen. Everyone else, to me, it's, it's a championship squad. With a couple aging <laughs> yeah. stars. That's that's how I see Wales. Is Robson Canusel? Uh yeah, I'm sure yeah. I'm sure he is. Um yes, and by sure I guess he is. Um then you have David Brooks, you know, a couple years ago making waves in the Prem, Bournemouth dropped down, he's completely faded. They have away. Harry Wilson, he's not They bad. have Daniel James. That Harry Wilson has I think I think Liverpool's completely gotten rid of Harry Wilson. There's a lot of loans with him and I think they've actually I don't mind him. officially I, I don't mind you don't championship think... fodder. Yeah. Daniel James, championship fodder. You know, it's uh, a, a slow defense. You know, uh, Roden at Spurs still. I think he played like eight matches this season uh, during the yeah. Prem. Um, I don't see them coming in. No, I th- and and this is a team like we've been talking about. You know, like what kind of what kind of picks do we like for the long run? On if if you like to like you make a little wager, slight outside shot at twelve to one Wales to 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 score the least amount of goals in the tournament. In a group featuring Switzerland and Italy, who are defensive stalwarts, and Turkey, who is also not necessarily known for that, but with this current squad, um, is a focus. They They're, gave France a tough time in the They, they did. Well, they, they took four points from them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, uh, and defensively, Turkey have been very good. So I think Wales, you know, you could make a, could be a nice little, nice little payday if, if you want to take a little bit of a gamble on that. Um, Hungary being the favorite for least least goals at six to one. Just because in the group they're, of death, they're in the group of death. But that's a team that scores. Um, any other thoughts on on Wales? I I, I don't I don't see much. I other. didn't have much plan to talk about them. They no. were, Dan James, Nico Williams, they could Harry surprise. Wilson, David Brooks. They have Gareth Bale, right? I know he's sure. not who's, the world class player he used to be, who's but getting he, the ball there, he could have moments of brilliance just because it's Gareth Bale. Uh, you know, even this year. Didn't, he, he was up and down, but had some games, some multi-goal games. Multi, uh, he scored a hat-trick in the, in the last few weeks, too. Uh, he could just do individual brilliance, you know? He could have two free kicks, kicks in a yeah. game, went yeah. two ones that way. Penalty, cheap penalty. It, it's possible, but very unlikely. Ramsey is the only other guy. Didn't play for Juventus. And whenever he did play on this field, I said, get the hell off, or I turned <laughs> off the TV. Didn't watch. Joe Allen, you know, he is the Welsh Pirlo, as they say. Uh, he's past it, let's be real. Dan James, as though I love him. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Where Dan James they can have be no very effective. See, this Dan James could be very effective um, in this because Wales will be absorbing a lot of pressure. You know what? They, they, you know what? I, I think they are a weaker squad. They played The first half, I saw the highlights of France. They yeah. didn't look as bad as I thought they would be. Mm. But second half, they could just see they tailed off. Didn't have the um, the quality to match up with France. Obviously, only probably three teams do. But um, yeah, I don't see. I I don't. I see them scoring maybe one or two. So sure. that bet, I, I yeah. Let, I, I, let's let's try not to get last, too hung up on that. I think two two losses and a tie is probably the best they'll do in this group. Yeah, yeah. And that won't be enough to get one of the third place spots. Mm, but yeah, I have them as a. Almost lock for bottom of the group with this. I'll be shocked if they're not the bottom of the group. Um, yeah. You have anything else to say? No, no. It was Turkey, that's, Switzerland. That's, that's it. I, I'd like to move on to Switzerland <laughs> just because I can. We can maybe have a debate about who's going to finish further or higher up in this group. But I think Turkey's has a bit more intrigue to them. 
Switzerland, you know, Turkey you has said, more upside. Turkey they, has more they, upside. They do, they do, and they also could potentially have more downside. Yes. They, they do fall flat, and as you said, Switzerland, they are so consistent. Um, uh, in these terms, you know, not they don't make it too far. The general, I think it's been the round of sixteen for the last two major tournaments, which has been, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, they uh, lost to Poland in the shootout, right? Uh, what in the Euros? Yeah, because that was when Shakiri did the bicycle kick in like the 80th mm. minute. Mm. That was nice. Uh, but they did lose the Poland shootout. Um, but they came first. Did they come first in the group for them to be able to face Poland? It was something I, I weird forget, like I, that. I, I, I so they do have these. Uh, what they tied Brazil in the last World Cup. Mm, they beat uh, Serbia. They beat Serbia. That was beat tough Serbia. Group. Yeah. Um, but they, they always they, you get what they expect out of them. They're very defensive. Uh, they, they're setting up uh, three four one two, I believe. And even when they play, and even when they uh, the ball is. Um, on the foot of, of their uh, opponents, they'll be dropped into a three five two as well. So they they are um, or five three two actually. Sorry, five three two. Um, and they're so yeah, they're really quite defensive, really well organized. That's that's just what they're going to be doing uh, in, in in these matches. Is just when they're underdogs, I'd say against Italy, maybe against Turkey. It's just keeping their shape and looking to hit teams on the break, breaking play up in the midfield. I think that where the uh, where where it comes down to for them, their their strongest suit is right in the heart of the midfield. Um, lots lots of um, they're not necessarily going to have a, a recognized specialist CDM, but they're going to be two hardworking pivot um, box to box midfielders and Grand Jaka, and then you're going to have either this is where the depth is. Uh, it's going to be uh, uh, Fruiter from Froehler from, 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 from Atalanta yeah. and uh, or Dennis Zakaria at Borussia Mönchengladbach. Uh, beside Jaka, mm-hmm. um, and honestly, uh, you could ask a lot of people. Now, uh, Pekovic, their manager, won't do this, but you could ask a lot of people, and I'm sure a lot of Swiss fans want to complain about those two starting over Jaka. I think uh, that, yeah. that's just the, yeah, it's not going to happen. But I'm just saying that's where the depth lies in this team. And is Jaka them, the captain for them now? I would imagine because uh, Liechtenstein is gone. Right? Oh no, I think uh, no, no, Kiara's uh, Danish, so Kiara's the captain. Denmark. I'm, I, I think you're right. I, I'm going to. It used to be Liechtenstein, but he's he's retired. Yeah, now, right? Swiss, the Swiss Express, Juve <laughs> legend. Um, but um, yeah, so that's to me where the depth lies, and you know, just based on the style of football they play, it is it is key, and and it shows, you know. Just, just break up playing the midfield, and all those players. You know, you're not gonna, you're not looking at maestros by any stretch, but a decent ability to, to get the ball forward into, uh, your, into Shakiri and and Breland Bolo as well. You know, there's there's some threat going forward for this team as well. Yeah, um, I would hate, I would hate to be to be the team who wins their group and then draws them because they came third. Uh, oh, so you, so you you have it set. Switzerland's coming third. In my mind, yes. Uh, to me, I looked at the fixtures, mm-hmm. and because Turkey starts off against Italy, yeah. and Switzerland starts off against Wales, I think that does a lot. I think Switzerland wins. Mm-hmm. I, I just, it's either going to be Thai or Italy win. I have Italy winning uh, against Turkey, and okay. being up, having three points and knowing that Turkey had zero against Italy and facing mm-hmm. uh, Switzerland faces Italy second, I think they could just play for a tie knowing that they'll have four points and then as long as they don't lose to Turkey in the third match, they have second place at least locked up. And I think that's how it plays out. See, I... Well, you know, I, I think I think Turkey can get... See, you say Italy win or draw, which yeah. I think a lot of people will. Um, let's get into Turkey then. Let's get into Turkey. Um 
Uh, so they they're bringing back uh, Sunak Gunas, uh, who's who's their manager that took them to uh, the semis back in two thousand four or two thousand two. Pardon me, at the World Cup. Uh, and and they brought him back recently, and was he their, fortunes have turned. He, was he their manager for Euro two thousand eight? I'm not sure if he was there until then. Mm-hmm. If only if only Ramton Ramton's gonna be watching later. He's not watching live right now. <laughs> uh, he's uh, he's he's not able to ch- to to watch it. But you know, uh, Joey's had some 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 good points. Or you know, he's helped us out with the Messi uh, Aguero thing. So maybe he's got us there too. Um, okay, uh, yeah, but it's a it's a it's. A, <laughs> Rocket League, man, I'm telling you. <laughs> oh. This uh, this team's deep. Like, they are very deep. They and and, def- and defensively, so this is the thing. It's like, you know, we're talking about, you know, them, you know, always kind of not quite delivering in a lot of tournaments. Either they, they make a decent run or they just fall flat on their face, don't even necessarily qualify. We'll qualify. But when they do qualify, they usually do well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, now, they've got uh, uh, Kanayan at center back and Mert Mulder at right back. Both. Um, stalwarts in this swallow defense this year. With Demoral being injured and not necessarily getting too much game time, um, do you do you see maybe Ion coming in to start with Demoral? Besides maybe the shoot? first match, but I see Demoral being a center, like the starting. Center I, I I think that's where he'll, <clears throat> I, think, I that's... think that's where he'll go because I feel as though if you're going to play uh, Ion, then you also play Mulder, and then you don't play uh, Selic um, from from Lille. Um, Alright, fuck it. <sighs> it's all good. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> I don't even know. It's like... What? <laughs> this is your this is your pick. The this is your pick. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, no, it. not Turkey. It's like, oh. yeah, it's like I'm going back here for now. No. Like, you gotta play fucking Rock This is the first time, don't worry. Yeah. So we're, you know, growing pains. Yeah, yeah, you can bear sure. with we'll us. Figure it out. Yeah, cheers, yeah. <laughs> but um, attacking wise, this team. Has lots of options yes, and a lot of inform options. Um, it's if the main question is if they can play well defensively, they will go far. Yeah, far. I I don't see them going past the semis, but if they made the quarters, it wouldn't shock me. Yeah, yeah. I think I think this this group in for me Turkey and Italy have the two dark horses of the tournament. Uh, these are the, these these are two teams where you know. Making semifinals would be an achievement for both, more so Turkey. But I think you'd say it's an achievement for both with the rest of the field available. Uh, I would say more so Switzerland, man. You think Switzerland can make a run to the into the semis? No, I, I, I don't. I, think I, I actually do. Believe no, I think it would be more of a success for Switzerland because I don't think they've got. Well, I, I would say because Turkey's got to a semifinal for World Cup and Euros before. Y- yes, but where, right? where, where I don't see Switzerland as a dark horse is because I don't see them making the semis. I actually could see Italy or Turkey. Making a run into like the semis, uh, in, into the semis, knocking out um, you know, Spain, a tournament favorite yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> I, 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 in, in the quarters an or something dog, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, during qualifying, Turkey. Now we're talking about the defense, and to me, you know, it's like from what I'm seeing, they they conceded three times in qualifying, eight clean sheets. Yeah. That's absurd. I think what that's uh I'm gonna say I don't think it'll be as good as it was in qualifying though. That's, sure, that's there's the more only pressure. Issue. There's more pressure, that's and you're playing issue. better quality. I understand that, but it, it speaks to the defense. And you had France twice as well. Yes, you took four points from France. Um, I think their defense was too good then. You know what I mean? Because it won't live up to the. I'm, I'm being honest. It won't. It won't like if you're expecting that because of what happened in qualifying. I'm telling you right now, it's not going to be that good. 
the stage is different. Qualifying is different now that you're at the Euros. You know, it's. I know we had to wait an extra year for it, but it's it's not. It's not. If if it was last year, I would say it would be more likely to be in form. But now having a year removed, it's not going to be like that. There's too much. Um, that's why I have Switzerland slightly ahead. Mm-hmm. I think Switzerland will get five points. I think Turkey will get four. Um, Mate and uh, yeah, that's yeah. that's that's the difference. Okay, well, let's get on Italy. Italy will get seven. Uh, Joe, it's the yes, it's the ghost of John Belushi. That's 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 who we're hanging out with. Loud, rambunctious, and fucking obnoxious. <laughs> but he br- he brings his beer, so I'll I'll give him that. Um, that gets you know, that gives you carte blanche to do the fuck you want. Um, okay, uh, let's let's close out with Italy. Um, Roberto Mancini's been there since twenty eighteen, and. I th- they've only lost twice under him um, in all competitions. This includes UEFA Nations League. You can say mm-hmm. what you will about that that competition, but uh, <laughs> it, but teams force or they 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 play their strongest teams for the most part. You they know? do. Um, so I think he's on like a twenty three match on being run something like that. For me, this is like they they're gonna win this group. They didn't make the World Cup. They have to bounce back. They usually always take one big tournament off and then play well the next tournament. So they didn't even make World Cup. I'm like, I'm assume, I'm expecting either at least the quarters, maybe a semis. They might even be. I might. So if they play well every other tournament and they didn't make last tournament, does that mean they? No, because they didn't play be shit I, this tournament. Because there was a first World Cup they didn't make, right? Uh, well, that, a couple of points that you know, I, I. They're I on the mind, dying I legs. I don't of mind. Defense, so that's big thing for big thing for Italy is that everyone else in this group has one match in Italy and two matches in Azerbaijan. Italy, all their matches are in Rome. Which is a huge boost. <coughs> this tournament is... I I really don't like the layout of this tournament whatsoever. No one does. Uh, they had a perfect chance... Except for England. Yeah, they had, they had a perfect chance to change this. Um, you know, last... Uh, like, because of the pandemic. And just make it in England. And that's what they should have done. Uh, but instead, they've, they've continued to do... All these countries everywhere. And, and, and certain countries getting... A major three. leg up. Not only not only do you certain like the Dutch have it as well. Not only do certain countries get three matches at home. Germany but they does that in the group of death. They get yeah. all three games at home. There you go. And they don't have to travel either. Yeah. So uh, that's uh, that, that really makes me reconsider certain things. And that's and this is why like I, I've I, I'm it's a, it's a real toss up for me in this in this group. But you know what? You know you're talking about Mancini. Uh, you're talking about Italy needing to do well, but. Mancini in tournament play, you know, you you, you harp on um on Conte, you know, not getting it done in tournament style play. No, uh, Mancini, no, no. Mancini, he did. Is, he had a great Italy team last Euros. They just lost to Germany in that dramatic game. But I say Conte, he can only focus on one tournament at a time. He, okay, if he has a club team, he either wins the league and drops out early in cups, or wins the cup and doesn't even compete for the league. It's either one or the other. So that's why when he took Italy last year, I thought it was perfect because it's only one tournament. He focused on it. Yeah. They beat Spain. They won the group. They did have some late goals, but they should have beat Germany. That was the time Italy should have beat Germany, and they just couldn't. Did everything in their book, too. But Mancini, I think, will do a great job with the team. I see him coming seven, two wins and a tie out of the group stage, and then um, depending on how the draw goes, yeah, I would probably bet on them depending on Well, we should check that, actually. But Mancini does not have... His Champions League record is porous, and this is this is the same kind of set. Yes. Um, so we, seven attempts in the Champions League. He's made the quarterfinals twice. He got knocked in the group stage twice with Man City. Yes. I know this is earlier Man City somewhat, 2013-2014. You know they were getting there. They already won. Who was the manager when they went to the semis? Was it Pellegrini? 
Really? It was Mancini. Mm, yeah. I'll tell you that. Um, let's quickly check, Mike, to see just just for your Italy supposition here. Um, now, Group 1A will play 2C. Second from C. So that will be the Dutch, Austria, or Ukraine. Not <laughs> North Macedonia. Right. I'm completely... I'm, I'm, you actually that's, see, that, that's not a bad draw, though. If, if Italy do win this group, that group, that Group C, to me, is quite weak. Um, so they, they, if Italy wins a the group, they face the third-place team with this? Second, no, second from uh, C. Oh, so second. Okay, second yeah, that's C. not bad. Yeah, no, it's not. Um, I just want to see if there's any other points that I had. No, no Moise can. Um, picked up a little bit of a knock, and I don't know if he was going to make it anyway. I would have brought him, personally, uh, I, I have to say. Do you have your worries? Um, I think... Defense, right? Defense is the worry for me because they're old. They, well, Chiellini. Chiellini is the question mark. Well, I don't think Chiellini starts. For me... Ooh, I for, think he starts. For me, no. For me, I think you got to go... Uh, he's playing a 4 through 3 by the way. I love their midfield. I absolutely love their midfield. Verratti, if he's healthy, which it looks like he looks should like be. Looks like he will be. Um, Barella. And then do you go Locatelli or Jorginho? I would go Locatelli. I agree. And I wouldn't necessarily... Uh, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't flip out if he started Jorginho. I wouldn't. But it's a really nice midfield, and they stay healthy. Verratti gets back; it's dangerous. That's because if you have Verratti, there's no. But he, will, you know what? They actually will start Georgie. I'm looking. I'm thinking about it. That's I, I don't I, mind it, but Locatelli has been so good. But that midfield's great. Um, there's a lot. It's 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 kind of top heavy when you look at it. There's a lot of wingers and strikers on that squad. Now let's no, quickly go. talk about the defense because for me, I think it's got to go. Probably Di Lorenzo from Napoli. Um, could be Florenzi. I would at say PS- Florenzi. At probably Florenzi at PSG. Yeah. Um, Bastoni, for me, is the one who should start. Oh, so Bastoni and Bonucci? Bonucci is Bonucci or a Serbi? If a Bonucci is, I'm telling you right now, Bonucci is starting. Unless, if he's not starting, it's all because of injury, but he is starting. Okay. And Chiellini might start next to him. No, that's, that's a mistake. I'm that's, telling you. That's where you're making your mistake. Opening weekend, if Chiellini is starting, do not be surprised, okay? I will be surprised, actually. Do, I will. Telling, do not be surprised. I, I think Italy, I think with Mancini, Italy in they the last number younger. of years has, has always has that kind of very veteran kind of presence about them. Almost any tournament you see them at, it's a very veteran presence. Uh, even when these guys are like 25, they feel like they're like 40. But this under Mancini, they 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 do look. There's a there's a push for for youth, and and I think Keeling. So you're doing a Serbia and Bastoni as your two center backs. That's right. Take I think Serbia had a great year at Lazio. That's, uh, that's too many new faces. In I think I think Serbia had a Italy great team. year at Lazio, um, and you know what hasn't really been panning out for for Italy recently anyway. So and then Emerson, that's where they're they're weakest at left back. Emerson somehow will be starting left back for them. Not they have no one else. I don't, I don't, I don't think Spinazzola made it. No, he did. Yeah, he Spinazzola. Did. It'll be Spinazzola. Let's see. Okay, he, likes, <laughs> I, you know what? he likes Emerson. He he played Emerson like last week. If if it was uh, if it was uh, Conte, Emerson, hundred percent. But not 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 Mancini. So who's up top for them? Is it you have uh, oh, Chiesa? Yeah, Chiesa absolutely on either side. So for me, it's Immobile and Chiesa. Yes. And but then based on who you choose, would you take Berardi or Insigne? And then you put Chiesa on the opposite side. So if you take Insignia, you put Chiesa on uh, the right, mm-hmm. and vice versa with Berardi. Personally, I take Berardi. I think Insignia. I think Insignia starts. I, I think he would start Insignia as well. I've always found Insignia to be a little bit wasteful, creative and clever on the ball, but a little wasteful. Berardi, I find a little more clinical and still very good uh, in terms of facilitating. I'll tell you another thing: what to expect. Don't be shocked. Second or third sub. 
is consistently Bernadeschi. You know Either what? He does love Bernadeschi. I I, and I was thinking about this last night, especially because <laughs> I knew it was going to be talking to you and how you feel with Bernadeschi as a UA fan. But I can he loves see, him. He I loves him at, on Italy. He loves him. On I can Italy. see this tournament being a bit of a renaissance for Bernadeschi. Uh, he died at least for the, at least for the it's tournament. Like, at uh, least for the tournament. He, he does say because he loves playing uh, for Allegri because he gives him the freedom to like make mistakes in certain areas, which he likes. Right, Allegri is all calculated, but that's that's he's just talking about playing with the great Allegri and not Italy. But I can maybe see, like uh, you know, when he plays for Italy, he doesn't have to worry about the disappointment. He, he there's that Juve. He can you know have a fresh canvas mm. and plays well. And I'm pretty sure in their in their friendly, he was the captain, Bernadeschi. Or he okay. had the armband on at one point. Sure. Um, no, yeah, I, I actually... Um, so I don't mind I, I, I think he might be second or third sub often. And, like, he might be introduced in every... He, might, he won't start. But I think if they put him on as an attacking option, if they need a goal, don't be surprised. But I, I think it will probably be Cini and Mobile and Chiesa. Yeah. That's probably I, the I starting th- I three. think that's what it is, too. Most I, people I do have a soft with. spot for Brody. Um, but I think I think Bernadeschi has the group stage really to kind of uh, kind of prove himself a little bit. Um, let's move on, Mike, to Group B. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got to lead topping it. I'm I'm on the fence. I am on the fence. Uh, I, I think Turkey could pull some out of the bag here. Again, this home field shit is, is such a bonus. Uh, group B, Finland. What are we gonna say about Finland? Really, they did very well to get here. They had a very um, quite convincing qualification process. Um, I so they you're conceding in, they're, the, I, they're the worst team in this. That's what I'm saying, yes. Okay. That's why I'm, that's why I'm <laughs> up there. Um, I think second, uh, second in the group two, Italy, if I'm not mistaken. And somewhat late on, didn't had a chance to yeah, maybe Italy win their Greece. group. Yeah, it was No, no, no. They no, didn't Italy, Italy, Italy ran away. Yeah, Italy, Italy ran away. Okay. Italy okay. ran They won all 10 games. But, but Finland game. was quite comfortable, though, still. Like, it was like eight, for Finland. Uh, for Finland, yes, for because Finland. Um, yeah. they had it secured by the last game. Yeah. They were like four points up, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. And... The Greeks are on my soccer team, though. I knew they always like. I can't believe we lost to Finland. Is there much to say about them? Though? It's Kudos. Team Puki. Well done, team. Defense. Puki. It's well defense and Puki. So if they can, if, if they can get a clean sheet, Puki might score. That's the way. He, yeah. he was balling for them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah but yeah. as a team, they did well defensively, and um, they had to. I think they. Right? I think they have. A, I think three MLS stars on the team. I think they're the 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 Euro squad with the most MLS players on it. Really? Well, and then I think Hungary has two, and Poland has one. Um, just a little fun fun stat for you. Um, okay, Mike, I'm going to let you decide. I think we agree that Belgium's coming first in this group. Yes. Who's coming, who's coming third? And we'll go from there. I think... Denmark or Russia? I think Russia comes second. Okay, so let's go with Denmark. Don't they have home games? Uh, Denmark plays all the matches at home. Uh, Russia... Did I get that wrong? I might have got that wrong. No, Denmark plays all the matches at home. They so do. Russia doesn't have any of that. No, Russia does. Russia might have two still. Right? Russia still I, might I have thought two. they hosted. I hate these rules. Why um, did they do it like this? Yeah, Belgium, has, Belgium <laughs> like, has no matches at home. Belgium has two matches in Russia, one in Denmark. I think Russia has two at home. The other okay. one being Denmark and Finland. Well, I didn't know Denmark had so many games. It's in Copenhagen then, right? Yes, they're all in Copenhagen. Okay, um, again. <laughs> that's all it could be. You know, <laughs> flip a coin and between Switzerland and Denmark and... You know, it, heads is Switzerland, heads is Denmark, and you have to squint to see which team's different to me. You know, they, they're very similar. What? No. They're, they're very similar to me. Switzerland's better than Denmark. I'm, I'm talking about in the way they play. 
I'm talking the way they play, and and honestly, on in what they have to offer, I agree. I do agree that Switzerland is better than Denmark. Okay. Uh, but I think you know again, Simps play styles. Yes, about. that's that's what that's exactly what I'm talking about. And then Denmark doesn't have Denmark, more Bentner anymore. D- yes, retired uh, today. Officially. What a day! We should have <laughs> opened with that. Actually, we should have opened with that. Lord Bentner has retired today. Um, he will be missed. Very well. Late. You know what? We'll still hear about him. Yes, he's going to do something yes. where it's like he you won't it would shock you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Come on, you're going to hear like come out of retirement. For, I'm not. I'll come back. TFC. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd take him at TFC. Yeah, hundred percent. I'll I'll get season tickets. Yeah, <laughs> and then I'll just go hang out at the nightclub waiting for him afterwards. Um, I don't even like the club. I just wanted to see what this guy gets up to. Uh, but um, <clears throat> anyway, yeah, Denmark. You know, again. Defensively sound. Um, the thing is, when we when we're talking about Switzerland, I can see you know transition play um, and and a little more talent. As you said, they they are more Switzerland are more talented, but Denmark do seem a little starved up top. Like when we're talking about industrious in terms of Switzerland. You look at Denmark and it's and it's Hoiberg, it's it's Hoiberg and Delaney, <laughs> right? And then and then like an aging. That's not, that's not, that's not form. forward, though. That's not attacking. But to get the ball forward. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. it's... Okay, yeah. Like, it's, it's a little, it's a little dire. Even to get into an aging and inconsistent... Is Poulsen their best Eric, for, forward? Uh, that's the thing. That's the thing. <laughs> you can take your pick out of four mediocre forwards with them. It's Poulsen, Braithwaite, uh, oh, Dolberg. Yeah. I would say Dolberg for me. Uh, and then, and then Wind, Jonas Wind at Copenhagen. You know, I, I don't know who that is. So I'm going to be honest. He is arguably just as good as the rest. Yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter who's up there. It's just like, who's gonna, who's gonna break up? Who, who's a set piece specialist? I Erickson for me. No, no. In terms of like, like who's going to be getting up? And Braithwaite's going to. Poulsen can get up. Oh, you who's mean for indirect? Who's indirect. Gonna, who's going to get? Who's going to get ahead on it? That's what they've I'm always about. had good. And that's know, and that's Denmark's always had good teams though. Like you know they they, they won the Euros. Yeah, yeah ninety two right. Yeah. They, they, they they're they, not bad. They're not bad. This is a tough one for me too because you know what we're talking about Turkey. Russia's. Well, I'm going Russia because of momentum base. Right? Russia's inconsistent. Russia's Rus- Russia's a tournament team like Turkey where it's like you don't know what you're going to get. Did we determine Denmark's not bad if, to get out of a group? Was were Russia and Belgium in the same qualifier? Because they played each other. Off. Who did Russia play often? Russia and Belgium were. Yeah. So were they in the same qualifier yeah. and then they're in the same group? Yeah. That, that's that's amazing. That's that's, that's weird. That, has that happened before? I don't know. Because I'm like I swear I've seen this game so many times. Russia Belgium and Russia. You know, I think they lost both times, but they were in it. It's like they had chances to win. So like, I I know they're they have quality to that extent and. I wouldn't say they're all juiced up, but maybe they were in the World Cup. That's why they made the quarters. But awesome. they, they're at home. Yeah. They, they, they do have home games, and they have a decent squad. I know, like, Sheroshev isn't in form as he was in the World Cup. and Russia, uh, they, I, Russia should beat outside Denmark. Of, outside of Alexander Golovin, who had, when he was healthy, a very good year. And they got Monaco. injured, yeah. Uh, but he came back and finished strongly as well. He scored um, in his first... His first touch. <laughs> <laughs> but you showed me that. that was, it was a great finish. But to me, Russia's like, you know, your your ultimate team. You, when you're online, like when you're playing FIFA and you get your, like, you're, you're building like your uh, ultimate team, it's like you have... You have the Russian league players, I did. I honestly, I will admit that, but not, that's, not Russia. Russia but not and Russia. I, but, that, but that's what Russia. No, like everyone apart like, from you can get like Hulk and like that's in the Russian league. But oh yeah, Russia. No, okay, but, but but if you're but when you're looking at like the rest of the squads in this, and you're talking about like team chemistry, everyone on this team except for Golovin is in playing the Russian league. Yeah. Oh yeah. So they know they're, they're going to play a similar style, and it's like, can you keep up? Yeah. 
I think they're good. I think they're coming second. I think Denmark's the third place team here. Is that what you had? Because that's what I had. I I I think I'm gonna go with Denmark. I think it's gonna be. I think they just I think get it, it done. I think it might come down to like uh, goal differential. I think they could draw each other. Because well, Denmark came off. second in the group with France in the World Cup, right? Because they tied France last game, and then they beat. No, they. I'm not gonna go too much off of that. I just think that Denmark is like Switzerland, very very well organized in Russia. They don't. They don't have the talent like a Turkey does, and they don't necessarily have um, the consistency and organization that I that I can see. You know, getting them, um, getting them, like showing. I I think this could come down to gold or French. Like I could see Denmark and Russia tying each other, and then but I can see Belgium taking more, more goals, goals off of Russia. Russia. Yeah, because yeah. they've played played them so often. They know how they play. Yeah. I mean, it's like. So that, that, that's where, I, for me, that's how tight it is, but I think Denmark are going to get the swing. It's tight, it's eh? It's tight for you? What do the betting on say? The betting on uh, say We can tight. check out that after. What do you think about Belgium, Mike? Let's get on. Um, now, let's move on to Belgium. Uh, two matches in Russia, Denmark's one in Denmark. That doesn't surprise me. Um, uh, and, Mike, what do you think about Belgium? Um, they're, obviously, they're they're up there for favorites. They're good. Yeah, they're, they're, they are a favorite, but I don't see them going past the semifinals. Neither do I. So it's just like, it's like, what's the point? Like I, <laughs> no, no, what's the point? Like, if they get to the semifinals, then it's like, well, we can win this. But they could. But I think you would look at the other three teams, and you could probably pick two other teams that you would think would win over them. I so agree. like, even if they get to the semis, they're only going to be the third favorite, depending on the other teams. Like they would have to have a semi with like, like no France, no Portugal. No England. And then maybe I would take them second. I can see them beating England. But right? France and Portugal. Like maybe like Italy, favorites. Belgium, I take Italy over Belgium. Like I take yeah. I, I just yeah. I think they're good. I think they're gonna win the group mm-hmm. and make the semis. Yeah. But if they make the semis, that means they take out an important team in the quarters. They are this kind of still like they are they are I think they missed the window. They're I think they missed the window. That it's for me, where the problem lies is the defense. It's aging, and it's, and and where it's not aging, it's it's Jason Denaire, who's to me middle of the road, not that great, um, yeah. decent, but not where not who you want at the center of a defense. They missed it. I think it, I think if they that World I, Cup, I, I think against I, France, Alderville and Vertagen. It was the Euros and the World Cup. Like the World yeah. Cup twenty fourteen, it was like good for them. They made it. Like they lost Argentina. Yeah. Went right. away. Uh, in Euro two thousand twelve, they weren't really. Belgium they weren't really Belgium yet yeah. right yeah. so I think the Euros mm-hmm. when they shocked defeat to Wales was that was the year right and then I think because they lost that game they didn't beat France they didn't, they didn't just know how to win yeah right because that game was up for grabs for Belgium mm-hmm. they, they were they like France didn't dominate them and but I just don't think they have it that's what it is I, I really don't think they have it I think well, they need to reset defensively by the next term. I think by they need to have. I don't see anyone really coming up in terms of young defenders in that squad no. um, in Belgium that would be ready for the twenty twenty two World Cup. If we're going to get ahead of ourselves a little bit, but, but everyone will be older at that uh, time. Yeah, and you know what? Old like within that midfield. This is still a good like. This is the if they don't win it this year, that it like they're definitely not winning it. They, like it's over. This generation won't win one. I I don't think 
they these guys, the likes of Eldevere and Vertagen, those have, have yeah. an amazing swan song. This needs to be like an amazing send off for both of them, where they just come back together and they play like, three, four, kind three. Of do their their little what's that? No, you don't watch Star Trek, and neither I kind of do. No, the, I don't watch it. Spock's uh, the fuck is he? It's whatever doesn't matter. Um, I think Dendolfo's you know, starting. And we'll, we'll get into that. Okay, Mike's just like, what the <laughs> my potential starting lineup right now? Those two, um, with Denaer, need to have a phenomenal tournament. But it also is going to come down to being well protected by the midfield. Um, because they can't be... they With those with that back line, they can't be affording to give up... They can't afford to be giving up that many chances. So they miss a nine-goal line? Uh, no. I know. I, I think that midfield's great. I think their attack is great. But also, the way they play provides attack. It's for the attack. And you don't have Witzel starting? And at Witzel's hurt. He oh. tore his Achilles back in January. He might be healthy. Um. So, that's uh, another point. Oh, so yeah, yeah. They're definitely not going to win that. Uh, uh, do they uh, so, do they okay, so lineup, lineup starting level that I potentially have is Thibaut Courtois, um, Alderville, Denaire, Vertagen in the back three, with Castagna and Thorgan Hazard on the wings, Tielmans and Dendonk in the middle, with KDB, Lukaku, and... Either Mertens or Hazard. I don't think you put both Hazards on the same side, especially, or you don't start both Hazards. It's only one or the other. I don't mind. I don't. I don't think Eden Hazard should start. I just the captain, so he's gonna start. I'll tell you that. Newsflash: (laughs) He's starting. KDB should be the captain of that squad. Uh, should be yes, but Hazard's the captain, so he's starting for sure. Let's. Yeah, but Mike, you know what? I I agree with you. You know, they went ten for ten in qualifying. It's qualifying. They 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 scored. You don't pay attention to them. They scored forty times and they conceded three times. Sensational, but you know when it comes down to it. I don't think I don't think Weren't they, they ranked legs. number one in FIFA for like a year and a half, sure. and they were never a favorite of their tournament. So no, what does no, that tell you? Those are FIFA rankings. That, that, that's no, but that out. tells you something. Well, yeah, it tells you that, that the, the number one ranked isn't the favorite of a tournament. That that means that no one believes in them. Yeah. One thing Sorry, about, I you know. No, no, I'm I, just being honest. Switzerland like got to like number five at some point too. Yeah, like, I think they were like two, uh, three maybe, or four. I think Switzerland was three or four. Just winning friendlies. Two things I will say. Two players I do want to mention are Renz Holmes, Jeremy Doku. And Le- Leandro Trussard at Brighton, who could be some you know decent little wild cards off the bench if they're if they're needing to chase a game at any any point. Nah. Um, I, yeah. I, nah. I, I, those those players I, I, only I, come in if they're up two nothing. Uh, no, over. no, I, I don't think so because you know what? When I'm looking at the likes of, um, you know, Trussard can can play uh, center attacking. If you need to overload, you can take off uh, a Dendonker. If you're if you're chasing a game, if if you know someone off the left like Mertens and Hazard is not getting it done, you can bring on a Doku. I, I I don't think I don't think Mertens and Hazard are necessarily um, you know clear to 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 to, to, to play ninety minutes. To no, play 90 but if minutes. one of them is uh, one of them for sure, or if one of them. Oh if, yeah, if one starts, the other one comes in. Yeah, yeah. So it's like then Trossard never get never sees the time, right? So yeah. okay, Mike. Let's move on to Group C and let's wrap this up. Um, now we've got North Macedonia. Well done for Macedonia. Being, well done for qualifying and beating Germany. Just Macedonia. Um, I'm pretty sure it's labeled North Macedonia. I know. I just thought just calling it Macedonia. Yeah, well, I don't think the Greeks are going to like you for that. The Greeks don't care. They're, they're not Macedonian. It's just there, there is no South Macedonia, so there's no need for North Macedonia. <laughs> that's, that's, that, that, that's what boggles me. It's like, why is this happening? Why are we letting this happen? Again, I think only politics is going to be a <laughs> um, Now, 
So, you know, they beat Germany. Well done. Um, they made the tournament. Well done. Although, First time. I don't agree with how that went down. Um, they should have to play, like, the best. Oh, I know. Yeah, that was... That they, they just... Like, they they like guaranteed they, a bad team, and if, they were the you, bad team. Yeah, if you, if you beat, like, the good ones that are trying to qualify, so there was Serbia, Scotland. Serbia and Scotland, you yeah. know, you make it to them, and then you beat them as well. Kudos, but otherwise... Doesn't capture me. Um, Pandev. Last of the group done. Yeah. I, it, well, Pandev score. I think I think Macedonia will score. They scored two against Germany. Uh, I think they'll score. Is Pandev two. score one of them? Yes. I love that guy. I actually do love that guy. Okay. Um, third place, Mike. Austria, Ukraine, Netherlands. Netherlands. It's all probably Austria. Uh, let's let's be real. Yeah, I, I it's, agree. It's Austria. Um, I agree. They just have Alaba. They like 